0: All you need to know, the BQ Prime podcast that
1: prepares you for the day's business.
0: Good morning and thanks for listening. in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Tushar Singh. Today is the 30th of June. Here's all you need to know. In the top news, Tata Consultancy Services has broken its silence on the alleged hiring scam within its ranks that purportedly ran into crores. TCS, India's largest private employer with more than 6 lakh workers, has banned six employees and six business associates or staffing firms after investigating whistleblower allegations into the hiring scam. The complaints that were received in late February to early March pointed to certain favouritism being done and favours being received in recruitment of business associates. The complaints were investigated and six employees were found in violation of the Tata Code of Conduct. TCS chairman N Chandrasekaran said at the company's virtual annual general meeting on Thursday, while we cannot quantify what favors they got, they were certainly behaving in a way that they were favoring uh, business associate firms. TCS is now taking a relook at the supplier management process. In more top news, Baiju's founder Baiju Ravidran has accepted responsibility for the turmoil at India's largest tech startup. On Thursday. Ravindran spoke virtually with Baiju's staff in a town hall, a first since the series of negative developments at the company started. He admitted that the company is facing troubles and working on resolving them. He said the company's priority is to resolve the legal battle with lenders over a $1.2 billion loan. Second comes the audit that will allow the company to file its earnings by early September. Ravindran, however, made light of the exits of its investor representatives from the board. He doesn't see reconstitution of the board as a challenge. Ravindran claimed that the company has become more efficient uh, amid the turmoil. He said Baiju's business is fundamentally very strong. It's some of the plug-in acquisitions that haven't gone right. Plus, and I quote, there were two years of madness with a lot of cheap capital flooding the market, Ravindran said, talking about the pandemic-induced boom in online education that's now gone. The EdTech Unicorn has had a tur- turbulent 12 months since the pandemic abated. It has valuation cuts by investors, ED swoop layoffs, delayed earnings and a funding stuck in limbo. Elsewhere, the US FDA has found multiple faults at an Aurobindo Pharma plant in Anakapalli, Andhra Pradesh, the latest in a series of wide-ranging lapses that the US drug regulator has found in India while clearing a pandemic-era in- inspection backlog. Auditors uncovered deficient manufacturing, equipment, cleaning, and storage controls during a visit last month to the plant. Sampling tools weren't cleaned and maintained to prevent contamination of the plant, which produces raw material core to making drugs. Laboratory controls also didn't include the establishment of scientifically sound and appropriate specification designed to assure that the product products conform to appropriate standards of identity, quality, and purity. During a warehouse walkthrough, the auditors also observed raw materials being stored in excessively hot and humid conditions and not compliant with label storage requirements. In a statement last month, Aurobindo Pharma had said that the US FDA recorded procedural observations following the inspection of its factory in Anakkapalli. While the company didn't give details of the observations, it said it was working to address them and respond to the FDA. On to some global news. Inflation in Tokyo re for the second time in three months in June, an outcome that supports expectations that the Bank of Japan will raise its inflation forecast next month, among lingering speculation of possible policy adjustments. Tokyo's inflation increased 3.2% from a year earlier, rising at a faster pace than a revised 3.1% last month. Factory output declined in May. The job market uh, remained tight, with the unemployment rate at 2.6%. Elsewhere, Sri Lanka is seeking to restructure about $19.8 billion of local bills and bonds as part of its plan to change the term of its debt load. The domestic debt optimization involves about 3.5 trillion rupees of bonds held by retirement funds and 2.6 trillion rupees are bills owned by the central bank. Sri Lanka is seeking to restore debt sustainability in line with the $3 billion IMF bailout program it secured in March. Sri Lanka's domestic debt stood at around $38 billion in 2022, with its external borrowings totaling $41 billion. The debt plan represents a major step in Sri Lanka's efforts to set its economy back on track after it defaulted in 2022. Securing agreement with creditors is crucial for the nation to keep unlocking funding under the IMF bailout. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup of the day. Good morning, Neeraj. What are you focused on at the start of the day?
1: Good morning, Tushar. Um, well, it's pretty easy to figure out or pick on what could be happening or what other things to watch out for simply because uh, the world markets have, have not done terribly badly uh, from the last 48 hours that we've been shut. Sure, NASDAQ ended flat, but uh, US markets by and large did OK. And futures are also a little changed. Now, remember, India, as you would have also mentioned, has this key fiscal deficit data coming out later today. But I would suspect the markets will still have this bullish undertone to themselves in the session today. Uh, very, un- very difficult to feel otherwise. Uh, bank Nifty maximum call OI is at 44,500 strike, which probably acts as a resistance. But if it's taken out, then it might actually add to the fervor. And if we just look at the data, real estate index for the expiry gone by have had the best gain and a very large oi reduction which shows that they've they rode on the short short covering move and now if indeed some uh, cash based or delivery based buying happens in some of the smaller stocks then it could be interesting in the current series Uh, now having said that uh, the other cues are okay commodity prices are off Coffee is at low, sugar is at low, oil is at not really high. So it looks okay from an India perspective. What are the stocks to watch out for? Well, some of the stocks on which the rollover data was the highest were like SBI cards, Alchem Labs, Aisher Motors, and Sinjin. So those are to be watched out for for the series uh, for the day. Clearly, MCX and 63 Moons are in focus in a very snarky press release, which evoked a lot of Uh, how do I say even laughter as well a little bit it is now known that MCX has extended the service contract with 63 moons for an additional 250 crore rupees so 125 crore rupees per quarter for two quarters which is up from I think 87 crore rupees per quarter in the previous extension and these are this is a third extension that MCX has done just goes to show uh, this in in some fashion you know, the, whether you call it a state of affairs or whatever because they had signed a contract with TCS back in 2021 and they've still not been able to move to a transition with TCS on yeah, as you know as the as the tech partners and keep in mind uh, fy23 pat of mcx is 149 crores and they have they'll be paying 250 crore rupees to 63 moons for just two quarters Brokerages like Investec have downgraded the stock to a whole. But I suspect they are being kind because today the stock could really open lower. So watch out for NCX. Watch out for TEPAR. There's an OFS, large OFS, 24% of the existing shares outstanding um, at a discount, which is about 4% to the last traded price. So this one could be in focus today. It's not a very liquid stock. Be careful if you're trading it. Credit access Gramin, wherein the promoter, uh, India, Credit Access India, BV will sell about 5.8% stake. Base price of the deal at 1230, current market price 1325. So a discount there, uh, slightly over 7%. So let's see how this one does. BPCL, a rights issue, 18,000 crores. That's a large one. Tata Communication, uh, an acquisition which brokerages believe uh, could give it. Uh, Large, I mean, scale and capabilities at the global level for the pass offering. So, watch out for that. Like I said, coffee and sugar stocks because the prices are lower. So, all have to be watched out for. A shameless plug our show Worldview airs uh, the next episode on Monday, wherein we'll be talking to Xavier Baraton of HSBC. So, that's to be watched out for. And a very interesting conversation with pipe giant Astral Poly playing out today at 10.30, so people might want to tune in for that. With this, it's back to you.
0: Thanks, Deelaj, and thank you listeners for tuning in. This is Tushar signing off. Have a great day.